Greetings and salutations to you. Fall is here, and it is time to cheer. This is the Joey Harris Show for September the 29th, 2018. I am your host, Joey Harris, and joining me today is not that song. There we go. A little technical difficulty, but that's all right. Joining me today is the man who is a graduate of the Bobby Hill School of Self-Defense, where they (laughs) kick someone in the groin and scream, that's my purse, I don't know you. Big TJ is here. How are you, sir? That's my purse. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, Joey Harris, man, it feels great. Uh, to be back on with you, um, you know, every episode, man, I, I, I promise it's just like a phone call that folks just get to catch in on, man. So thanks for having me, my dude. Always, brother, always. It is always a pleasure to have you here. And I thought you'd enjoy that little shout-out to Bobby Hill and King of the Hill. Um, and, folks, if you've never watched that, you need to seek that out. Um Fantastic show, fantastic episode of that show where Bobby learns a little self-defense. Um, <laughs> but we're going to slide right into it. We've got a packed show for you today. Topic number one, surreal moments in life. And I was thinking about this because last episode we talked about a recommendation and we talked a little bit about Castle Rock on Hulu. And shortly thereafter, my wife and I were doing something one week, so it ended, and we weren't able to see the last episode until about a week or so after it ended. And without giving anything away, I had a surreal moment. Um, The final episode plays. You get everything that happens in the final episode. You go to the credits, and they're embedded in the credits as like a mid-credits scene of a character, and it doesn't give anything away. She's writing a novel, and on her laptop is a bunch of different stickers, and right in the middle is a character known as Dougie Graves. He is the mascot of WKIT 100.3 FM. That is a real radio station. I pass it every Sunday morning on my way to church. Um Stephen King and his wife give a lot of money to the Bangor area, and they do a lot of it anonymously. He does not want his name on many things. The one exception that he does make is because he is a huge rock and roll fan and a huge fan of uh, radio. It's known as Stephen King's Rock Station, 100.3 WKIT. W is the call sign of every radio station east of the Mississippi K-I-T stands for King and It, because he um, bought the radio station shortly after the novel It came out. He's got a sister station. It's all all in the same building, W-Z-O-N. That's the AM station. It stands for Zone after the Dead Zone. So that was just a surreal moment to see a real radio station on a sticker on a TV show that I'm watching. So that was just a little uh, a little weird thing for me. Have you had any surreal moments in your life, TJ? I've had I've, I've had a couple moments where I had to just sit back and 
and just be in awe of what was going on. And a lot of them happened when, you know, I was a lot younger and just doing a lot of strange things. But now, you know, that I'm older and a lot more boring, anytime I'm watching something and they make reference to, to, to the place that I'm living, you know, anytime um, I'm watching something. So for you to say, you know, that you saw that scene, and, and thank you for not spoiling anything, by the way, because I am probably, you know, three or four episodes behind on Castle Rock, so thank you for not spoiling. Um, but, you know, for you to say you saw that, and then, you know, that that that's really, really cool, man. Um, we, just, just referencing King of the Hill, um, there's an episode where Bill talks about how he, um, you know, experienced uh, the war trial by fire in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And, you know, you don't, a lot of people don't think about how huge the world really is, how big the world really is, uh, how big the United States is. So of all the cities that they could reference in the cartoon that I love so much, for them to reference Fort Bragg and for me to be so close to it, man, it's it's real cool, man. I really enjoy that. You know, it really is, and I cannot uh, recommend that uh, that cartoon enough. And if you're talking to me, anyway, everybody, of course, is different. Everybody has their own favorites. To me, though, if you're if you're going to reference an army base in the United States. I will always go with Fort Bragg because True. of just the proximity and having lived in that area for uh, almost 20 years of my life um, really makes uh, um, uh, it, it really makes it a huge deal uh, for me. So those surreal moments, um, I've got one for our next episode, TJ, and I'll get with you about when we're actually going to record that because I want to do another episode before Halloween. Um, Sweet. Where I talk about the the moment that has been the scariest for me in my life. And I'm not talking about, like, family passing away or, or you know, a potential of, like, a medical thing like that. And I'm talking real coming face-to-face with real fear and doing it at a very, very young age. We'll talk about that on our next show, our Halloween show. But that leads can I, us can into I topic. Absolutely. Go right ahead. What's up? When, when you first started to say that, knowing that you and I share history, I was like, oh, no, where is he going with this? Is he about to tell the story of the time that he and I are sitting in our office and we find out some really troubling <laughs> news about a coworker? Is that the <laughs> because oh, that no. moment right oh, there? No. That moment right there. I still I, look. I still remember everything about that moment, and that was like over, almost ten years ago. Oh, absolutely. I'm the same way. But you know, take that moment, TJ, and that's almost all moments in my life. And people are like, how can you remember that? I'm like, how can you not remember that? I was sitting there. <laughs> right. You were sitting there. <laughs> Yeah, I remember exactly. I remember who was there. I remember who was not there, um, because one of our coworkers who had their own issues and will not get into that today was not there. And I'm right. like, you know what? It's probably better. Probably better that that person was not there. Um, and and the all time classic TJ response to this um, 
What was it? I believe it was. Were they selling heroin? Was it heroin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I've just got one question. And our boss was like, oh, my God. What? What is the question? Like, she couldn't ignore you. But she's like, I really don't want to answer you. He's like, I just got one question. Was it for selling heroin? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And again, I think she was, like, disgusted but also thankful. Because she could answer that no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he was selling heroin. Like what she would have said. Like no comment. I can't discuss that right no, now. No, she's like, you know, you know, we. It's just best that we not even talk about it. You deflect, deflect uh, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> would you look at the time? I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say good times. It wasn't really good times, but you know, it wasn't. the your your response was that was a good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate it. It was, it was priceless. Priceless. <laughs> we're going to go not necessarily to that topic, but it's topic adjacent, and I and you'll you'll find out what I mean about that. Last weekend, uh, not last night, but the Friday night previous, I went to a wrestling event here in Maine uh, for a group called Limitless Wrestling. And um, there was a wrestler there, semi-famous pro wrestler there. He's done a lot of different things. If you look him up, um, his name is Colt Cabana. And Colt Cabana has had a very public falling out with one of his best friends named CM Punk. Um, now, I'm not going to get into what they have fallen out about, but it has gotten uh, real ugly. And if you chose to, you can uh, Google it later and find out what they're uh, involved in. But they were just involved in a lawsuit against WWE that they won, by the way. They were sued by a doctor associated with the WWE. They won. They were co-defendants on that lawsuit Now, Colt Cabana is suing CM Punk as a result of some things from that lawsuit, so now they're back in litigation. But these are former friends who have had a very public falling out. Has that ever happened to you, PJ, or do you know of that ever happening to anyone, a a public fallout between friends? Not just people who aren't friends anymore, but it happened sort of in a public forum. Yeah, I mean, I, so just looking at just looking at my own experience, like, all right, so way back uh, at the days of Knox Middle School, right? And I would have never yep. shared this story with you back in the day, but you know, uh, I'm I'm older now, and what 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 does it matter, right? So <clears throat> there's a chick uh, that you know I was friends with, um, and she and I you know, fooled around. And she, I'm not necessarily saying that it was embarrassing um, because she was a nice person, but, you know, when you're in the the 90s, things were different back then 
So, you know, whatever. We tried to keep our little relationship secret and one of my um one of my homeboys found out about it and I thought that he spread the rumors about me and put my business out there in the street. So one day during the lunch period and the way that the school had lunch is crazy. I can remember all this, but like 75% of the, of the the tables are inside the lunchroom. The other 25% are outside um, on this little kind of foyer type, you know, breezeway. So I'm eating inside. He's eating outside. I literally see him and some of his baseball friends laughing and looking in my direction. So I think that he is talking about me and the information that he is privileged to and nobody else knows. And I go outside and I threaten to fight him. And um, yeah, man, it was a it was a big spectacle. I think we were walking around the circle for like fifteen or twenty minutes. And um, you know, it wasn't you know we we weren't cool for you know a couple of months. But when when you're in a forced intimate situation, which is what middle school and high school is, you think that people are your friends. So you know, y'all. Uh, Y'all make up, but, you know, we, me and this person don't speak anymore because, again, it was a forced intimate situation. Hey, man, I totally get that. I've had one of these as well. I'm not going to go into uh, specifics, and you'll find out why in a minute, um, with a former uh, colleague of both of us, Um where we both used to work, this person still works there, not in the same department, but they do still work there. And uh, we were close. Um, I would dog sit for he and his wife whenever they went away. And, you know, if they would come into the dining hall where we were, I have had watched his son many times while he got food and, and did different things. And we, went to conferences together, stayed together. We were close. I considered us uh, friends. And about the time that I left there, because of the all the stuff that went down that I left there, we are no longer friends. Um, in fact, I had a very unfavorable opinion of this person for a long time. Um, I no longer feel that way. Um, in fact, we have we have not spoken in six years, about half of that time, I guess, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. But let's say three years ago, I tried to extend at least an olive branch. You know, we don't have to um, we don't have to become best friends again. We don't have to even talk, but I didn't want the animosity to be there. Um and either it was not received or it was received and ignored, so I have not heard um, anything. I don't wish any ill upon this person, but it was a very public falling out uh, for different reasons, again, that I don't need to get into here. But uh, it hurt for a long time, but I heard something one time on the podcast uh, that makes me look at it a different way. And that when I, I was feeling so bad, someone said, hey, man, the um, the phone works both ways. My my phone number has not changed in 13 years, and even if it had, uh, there are ways to get in contact with me. So, uh, I shouldn't beat myself up. So it is what it is, but it was a very public fault. 
falling out. It took me a long time to to get over not generally hating this person. Can I? Can I? Because I now that you said what you said, I know what you're talking about, right? And yeah. not not what you're talking about, but who you're talking about. Can I? Can I please yeah. just say, bro, fuck him. Don't even. Don't don't waste the sweat on your brow on that some bitch. Because let me look. There are some good people in the world, and there are some not so good people in the world, and then there are also people who like to show you what they think you want to see so that you perceive them as a good person. But in the end, they're really, really, really out for number one. I can't speak to the person that he is now, but I can tell you that the person he was back then was only out for number one. And this is coming from me because, look, he stood beside me at my wedding. And a year after yeah. that would not even speak to me. So, bro, trust when I tell you. Fuck him. And I apologize for cursing. I really do. But you, Joey, you even you and I had uh, a moment of, 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 you know, where we were like, you know, what's going on? But we came together right. and we fixed it, which is why we are where we are now. That is what I perceive to be a friendship because you can have a misunderstanding and still be able to come together uh, in love because you know the greater good is greater than whatever misunderstanding you had. This is what I perceive to be friendship. What he has and what he's offering it's not friendship, man. And you're 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 better off without him, bro. Because when I'm telling you, I know stories, bro. I mean exactly that. So just don't don't even bother. Well, you know, it was one of those. It, it's one of those things where it was bothering me for a long time. It doesn't bother me anymore because I said I did reach out and I did that. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I've done all that I can do. Um, I don't. I don't wish. Like I said, I don't wish any ill on on anybody because I don't want to put that out mm-hmm. in the world. But right, um, it just it brought me to that. Thankfully, that that you know I have not gone the people suing each other route with a friend uh, yet. Knockwood, <laughs> and I hope I don't ever. But um, it, it's it's rough just to go through it, um, and you can. Um, you can have someone that you're friends with, and if they turn out not to be what you thought that they were or, you know, they're two-faced or, or, or what have you, that still hurts because you were friends with this person. Um, and that hurts in, in any situation. I'll say this. You know the, the situation we were talking about before this, that surreal moment? Uh, where we mm-hmm. were sitting there, and we both we both found out that was also weird to me because that person, the first person we were talking about, I considered myself um, close to. I mean, I would also like go on retreats and and work things. I was usually this person's uh, roommate, and we had a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought a lot of things in common. And then you see another side, uh, a, a horrible side, and there's a reason that that person was 
there's a reason that that person was let go. And more things should happen to that person, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But I felt betrayed. <laughs> Seriously, I felt betrayed. Yeah. Well, that just goes to, to, to show, you know what I'm saying, like you you really never know a person. You really never know a person. And we 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 stand up and we use the word friend often. And I'm not even trying to to attack you because taken to consideration, I, we both were bamboozled. You know, I still am reminded every t- every time at the same time of year, around show you care day time, I am reminded of the relationship that I had with this fellow because I get the picture and Facebook is always asking me, do I want to share it again? So yeah. I, I know what it means, man. It, it stinks, um, but every monster is somebody's hero. You know, it's crazy because we we were cool with this person, and the entire time we're cool with him, I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there that looks at him like he's a monster, and then we finally got the revelation as well, and then it changed our view of him also. So it's tough stuff, man. Right. It really is. I'll- Although I will say, I think I know what picture you're talking about. I think I've got the original of that picture somewhere. I've got a because <laughs> uh, I came across it like I put it in a book and I came across it. And my wife is like, "Who are all these people?" I'm like, "All right, sit down. I got to. <laughs> I've got to tell you all this. <laughs> take a few, take a few deep breaths. I know you're not going to believe me, but you, but you'll feel better. Take a few deep breaths." Seriously. This happened in Fayetteville, North Carolina. This ain't yeah. a movie. This is uh, real. Oh, man, this is real life. I'm telling you. If I ever get a knock on that door about that person, seriously, Circuit City has to come back as a store and get all the recording devices because I'm not going to be able to stop talking. And they need to get it the first time. I don't know what has to happen. I don't know if uh, if – I don't know if it will happen during our lifetime. At some point in time, all the skeletons are, are going to become too big for the closet, and they will uh, start reaching out and interviewing people about some of the stuff that happened back then. And all I can say is, I look, I, I, I have absolutely no reason to protect that place. They were wrong in what they did, and I'll leave it at that right there. Well, I, I'm constantly reminded because I have it on my iPhone. There's a song. Um, Johnny Cash, I think, sang the most popular version, but it's not a, a new song. It's called God Will Cut You Down, and it says, Sure as God made black and what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. And I honestly believe that, and I think it's going to come sooner rather than later. Um, True stuff. I like that. But I have no, I, I am at peace in my heart because, TJ, when I left, I laid it all out there for the people I was supposed to lay it all out there to. And I'm like, it is now off my shoulders and it is on to yours. And as far as I know, they've done nothing with that information. So if they come back to me, I'm like, yep, this is what happened. I'll name all of them, every single one of them, go down the line. And it it won't matter. I'm telling you, it won't matter if people aren't there anymore or not. It has not mattered in other cases. And we're going to move on from that or we'll just stay here all day. But. <laughs> We've got a long, we got a long way to go in a short time to get there. Topic number three, uh, Fox, the Fox Network. Uh, 
they have come out. I know we just started the 2018 fall schedule, but they've already released their plans for the future. One year from now, Fox has got a risky fall 2019 strategy. Um, and that is on Thursday, they're showing the Thursday night NFL game. On Friday night, they have spent a billion dollars to get the rights to WWE SmackDown. They'll be showing those on Friday night uh, SmackDown Live. On Saturday night, they go back to college football, and then they have their NFL Sunday package, which goes into Sunday night before they turn it over to animation domination. Is this a good move or a bad move in your opinion? I think it's a... It's a smart move for now um, because the bubble hasn't popped yet. Um, eventually, we're going to get to the time, and if anybody has seen the movie <clears throat> Basketball, um, it's, it's made by the creators of South Park. If you haven't seen it, I definitely encourage you to watch it. It's pretty funny, but it talks about you know a time where the sports hero is gone and they actually start to merge sports. I think we will eventually get to that point. Um, we're already seeing um, – chinks in the armor of the NFL as viewership is going down. So Fox hedging this right now, putting all their money in the pot to say, okay, let's, let's get on this and on this Thursday night football, because that's the only ticket in town on Thursday night. Um, and then having SmackDown, it's like, okay, well you can't, I mean, you can't have raw um, SmackDown is, is up for grabs and they have a very loyal base. Say what you will about the profession. As far as I'm concerned, it hasn't been worth watching since The Rock and Stone Cold left, but I understand The Rock came back. Still, it's just not the same in my opinion. Nonetheless, they're pushing their chips in now to win big now so that whenever things change and sports begins to shift as far as the paradigm is concerned, they can already uh, be counting their checks. So, I, I mean, it's not a bad move. I think so as well, and Fox has always been known as that um, risk-taking network. They put cops on when it was uh, a brand-new network. You know, they did the Married with Children. They brought The Simpsons on as a yeah. show when animation hadn't been done in almost uh, 20 years at that point. Um, Primetime animation, I mean. Um, they, they've had hits, they've had misses, but they – they swing for the fences. I think it's going to be a good move, like you, at least short-term, but they've got to have content. They've got to have somebody, something that's driving people to their network because content is king in this environment. We're not in the days where there, used to, there were only three networks and then four networks. You've got thousands of things vying for your attention, and they've all got to have content. I think it's a smart move, and like you, at least for the short-term. All right, we go to topic four, and this is a recommendation. TJ, do you have a recommendation for me? You know, um, okay. Well, TJ has dropped. Wait for him to get back on. I will go. I will give you my recommendation while I wait for him to come back. Uh, seasons one and two are on Netflix currently. Season three just started. You can get the um, re-repeat viewings on Hulu or the NBC app. And that is a show from NBC called The Good Place. We've got Kristen Bell, 
head dancing, um, and it is just a very well. It is just a very well made um, show. Always entertaining. Um, like I said, I'm I'm in the middle of season two as we speak, and I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so I would make that recommendation here uh, to you all. Um, so I'm just, again, just waiting for him to come back. I'd like to thank you all um, for joining us. This is a very um, powerful and personal show that we have done. Didn't expect it to be that way, but sometimes that's the way that it goes, just uh, sitting here waiting, and TJ, are you back? Uh, that really happened, man. Do you know I just went through that whole spill? I was, like, going in, t- giving you this recommendation, then I looked down, and I'm like, my phone's not green anymore. What's going on? I'm sorry, bro. No, that's all right. You went silent, and then I heard one word, and it's like, you have dropped. And I'm like, that's okay. I'll give my recommendation waiting for you to come back. I said The Good Place, seasons one and two. Season three yes. just started on it, on NBC. What is your recommendation? So, yeah, we just watched The Good Place last night, so definitely on that one, bro. But um, my recommendation is The Purge. So um, if you saw the film, you know, it came out, like, what seems like almost over 10 years ago now with Ethan Hawke and the original Purge. Um, they've made several movies. Uh, the first Purge came out this year, and I didn't know that there was talks for a TV show, but there is a Purge TV show. It is a USA original, and it has a lot of actors that aren't actors and actresses. And I, when I say actors, I'm talking about men and women um, that that haven't necessarily gotten that shine. Um, so you're not watching the same people over and over again. Just for an example. Um, Joey, you know, you know, I, I like horror movies. So Child's Play, um, the the voice of Chucky, his daughter, her name is Fiona, Fiona Dorf. She's one of the actors in this film, and she does a very uh, a very uh, convincing role for a cult leader. So I just encourage people to look at it. It really puts a mirror on the United States and, and the human condition and stuff that we go through and what people are really willing to do for love and for family. Like it's a, it's a pretty deep show, but it's more than just killing man. Um, but it, it's a Hulu original. Uh, I'm assuming a USA original, but you can find it on Hulu and they got like five episodes up now. Sweet. Speaking of sweet things, uh, it is time for the sensation that is sweeping the nation, TJ. It is time for the presidential food. It is time for the presidential food game, and of course, I'm going to give you a president, tell you a food that they like or dislike, and if that is an initiative you can get behind, you say so. If you have to veto that, you say so as well. Are you ready, sir? Uh, yes, sir. All right. We're starting out. Last time you wanted him, so this time you've got him straight up. Our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was a big fan of gingerbread, TJ. Is that an initiative you can get behind, or is that a veto from you? 
That is an initiative that I can get behind, man. Look, I'm a big guy, so anytime you can give me some warm bread, I'm okay with that. So go ahead, honest Dave. <laughs> All right, sounds good. We're going back now to our second president, John Adams. John Adams, a respectable New England man, and like the simple creature comfort, John Adams was a big fan of Apple Pan Dowdy. What say you? Oh, man, that is definitely an initiative that I can get behind, bro. I, I, it, it's a baked good. I, I mean, I, I don't know how it would taste back then because him being the second president, they probably didn't have the stuff that they got. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down. I'm sorry. I can get behind that. <laughs> Sounds good. If you look up his recipe for it, and they have a picture, you definitely can get behind it. That looks like some good stuff right right there. Um, Going to what I believe, now I'm going to say this, and people are going to think it's weird, but I'll explain why. The person I think is our worst president of all time, and that is William Henry Harrison. He was only in office a month, um, caught pneumonia (laughs) at his inauguration, died one month later. And I say he's worse because he really didn't do anything. And whether you hate a president or like a president, I want you to hate them on their merits of what they either have or haven't done. This guy didn't do anything. So to me, he's always at the bottom. And so there's not a lot from him, but he was going to be the the person who brings everybody in for good dinners and good parties. And as he was running – he would hold a lot of these, like, parties and stuff, and he liked to serve a hard apple cider. What say you? Joey, the hard apple cider is an initiative that I can get behind. It's good. <laughs> it's hearty. It puts you in a good place, and it comes around at the right time of year. Anyone who can't get behind this needs to get open hand slapped in the face. <laughs> I'm glad that you have that. You're just all about that. All right, combining two presidents here, before he um, famously became a vegan eight years ago uh, after a health scare, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Clinton was a big fan of fast food, and our current president, Donald Trump, is also a big fan of fast food. And they both say this in common, TJ. They said if you've got to have fast food, and if you've got to have fries from a fast food establishment, McDonald's fries are the best fries ever. What say you? This is despicable. I just, I, I just, I just wanted to see what it felt like to say like powerful words, and, and it doesn't feel good. So no, I, I, I have to veto this because I can't co-sign anything that that company makes anymore. The last time I ate at that place, and it was on my way back from Washington, D.C., um, I stopped in Richmond, got a, a Big Mac, and I was driving on the road, and I got sick at the stomach within 30 minutes of eating it. So I said, even the fries, and Joey, I love potatoes, man. I, I, I can't. I got to veto that. I can respect that. To me, if you got to eat fast food and fries, I'm a bigger fan of Burger King fries, but we're not talking about uh, fast food today. We're talking about presidential food. <laughs> Moving on to the man who brought us through most of the 1950s, uh, President 
Dwight Eisenhower was a a meat and potatoes type of guy, TJ. One of his favorite mm-hmm. foods is a is a beef stew. What's that you? Brother, when you said meat and potatoes, I hope that you were going this way because I always think of Carl Weathers. <clears throat> you can always get a stew going. So I 100% support this, man. I am behind this initiative 100%. Let that thing sit all day so the meat's just fault. <laughs> uh, I totally agree with that. But I want a homemade beef stew. Don't give me anything out of a can. That stuff is nasty. That's what I said. <laughs> now we go to our 31st. Uh, let's try that again. We go to our 41st president, George H.W. Bush, um, famous for something he didn't like. In fact, he wanted it banned from the White House because he said he had it all the time when he was growing up and it was not washed well and you'd end up with dirt and grit in your mouth and he just doesn't like it. No broccoli for George H.W. Bush. What say you? <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Um, I can actually eat broccoli. Funny fact, I didn't know that that broccoli wasn't like a natural vegetable, which I I thought that was weird. But nonetheless, no, I I can – I like broccoli pretty good, man. So I have to to veto his his banning of of broccoli. All right. Well, we go two presidents later to his son, George W. Bush, uh, on the weekends, like simple meals, simple sandwiches and stuff, one of his favorites, peanut butter and honey sandwiches. What say you? Man, I did not know this about W, but uh, I have to, I have to 100% endorse and support this initiative, man. I mean, peanut butter and honey, you can't go wrong with it. That's a good sandwich. Absolutely. I agree with that. And we go to his predecessor now, Barack Obama. Barack Obama, a big fan of nachos, especially with guacamole. What say you? Okay, so you got me with the chose, and and I usually uh, will high five anything that Barry does. But uh, when once you put the guac on there, that's where you use me. So chose, I'm supporting guac. I'm slapping it out of your hand. Get that away from my plate. <laughs> So no guac for you, but you're 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 down with um, you and Barack sharing a plate of nachos as long as the guac is not there. Absolutely. I got you. Let's go back to Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge, a fan of chicken, TJ, but he was very particular about his chicken. He didn't care what the way that it came to his plate, but it had to come to his plate fresh. In other words, the chicken had to be nearby. So there was a chicken coop at the White House while Kevin Coolidge was there. What say you, fresh chicken? Absolutely fresh chicken. I support this initiative 100%. I live down here in the South. I go to Bojangles frequently. I want my chicken fresh, hot, piping hot. Um, you know, that's that's just how we get it done. So, no, look, Calvin Coolidge, that's just a cool name. If I could re re look at my, my stage name, I'd take Tokyo Jameson and turn it into Tokyo Coolidge. I mean this Coolidge is just a cool ass name. I'm sorry for, for diverting like that. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh now we have for our final person, the only man who has ever served two 
non-consecutive presidential terms. He was our 22nd and our 24th president. Uh, that would be Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland, another simple man, liked a simple breakfast, spearheaded by oatmeal. What say you? Man, that's tough because the oatmeal that I like and the oatmeal that he was eating is a completely different oatmeal. So I'm going to have to veto this because he probably, you know, didn't like it the way that I like it, which my my oatmeal is basically cake batter. I'm putting all sweets in it. So, yeah, Um, unfortunately, I have to veto this one. But much respect on the history information of him being the only non-consecutive man. I like that. That's why Donald Trump is the 45th president, but there have been only 44 men who have been president. So a little trivia for you today. Um, Respect. So we are closing it for this time. Presidential food game will return, though. Um, Some new people I tried to throw in there this time uh, had some returning favorites, something else that they liked. so there's that. TJ, give us your plug, man. What do you have to plug before we get out of here? Folks, I am Tokyo J. Thank you for having me, Joey, as always. Um, I took September off, but October we're coming back strong. Dinner time on Tuesday. I require viewing with hilarity by default on YouTube on Wednesdays, and then talking shiz on Thursday night. I'm always involved in something constantly. We got contact com- um, content coming out. I uh, just tried my hand at storytelling with uh, Tokyo Jameson's Hot Tales of Terror um, just to see uh, what it was like. And uh, I got some work to do, man, but I'm just glad to to have good people in my life like yourself, man. So thank you, brother, for always being cool and, you know, being in my corner, man. God bless you. Brother, I appreciate it. Folks, we're coming back in just a few weeks, sometime before. Halloween. We are going to break in a Halloween show, so keep on the lookout for that. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget, I have got my other show where we review um, big wrestling shows and classic wrestling shows that are on the WWE Network. That's Square Circle Theater of the Mind. I am at Joey at the Joey Harris on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't talk today. And you can always email me or the show, Joey Harris Comedy, at email at gmail.com. Thanks, TJ. As always, the time has come for me to go. So long from Stately, Maine, Manor. <laughs>